Do you want a cash-flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi-million dollar portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. Today we've got a, I'm going to do it, I'm giving it to you solo today. These are my favorite times to really talk about things that I think that are going on in the Kahuna world. And I'm excited to talk about some new things that we are up to that I think you guys will actually get a lot out of. And this is something that one that's really near and dear to my heart is because we have finally said enough's enough. And I said I would never do it. I said I would never do it, but yet I'm doing it. We are creating our own property management company. Kahuna Management is now on the scene. Crazyville, let me tell you. All right, so I can't wait to unpack this and give you guys some insights of what I've learned, what I've found. And But before we do that, though, I really want to talk about the Kahuna boardroom, okay? By the way, if you are listening to this right now, the Kahuna Boardroom 997 is what we've been selling it for. Just for anybody that's listening to this podcast right now for this episode, if you will go in to kahunaboardroom.com and put in the word family in the promo code, when you get it to the end, it will give you the boardroom for $500, okay? That is just a gift to my podcast listeners. I want to say thank you for listening, and I'm just going to tell you, if you will take me up on that $500, it'll be the best $500 you will ever spend in 2023. That, I promise you, I will show you how to raise cheap capital in a way that you've never seen or heard before. I will show you how to correctly, in my opinion, structure your deals so you can get rewarded and make most of the money And I'll teach you how to find deals. I'll teach you how to underwrite them. I'll give you my software. We do a lot of done. And I'll actually share with you my credibility kit. I will use your logo. I will use your colors. But I will be your partner. And because I'm your partner, I will be able to add all my properties that I own on your credibility kit. My friends, that alone is worth $500 promise you. You should take me up. Go to Kahuna Boardroom, put in the promo code FAMILY, and we would love to see you there April 27th through the 29th, okay? In uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale. All right. So, I've got to talk about what's going on with Kahuna Management. So, listen, I've waited to actually put this podcast out because we finally, we've just now put, like, it's been a month and a half, month, probably a month and a half of planning But here's what I know, okay? I have been using third-party management companies from the very beginning. And I said I would never, 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 never get into property management. But I've changed that. I've changed that opinion. And I've changed it for the simple reason is that I've learned that control is everything. And when you really start to look at successful syndicators as they grow and get bigger, you will see a lot of them start to vertically integrate, meaning they are taking their property management in-house. And the reason for that is becomes clearer and clearer in my mind is because you can control costs. Let me just say some things. I'm not saying every property manager is like this, but I'm just going to tell you that property management companies, a lot of times, especially when they're fee-based companies, they do not have your 
best interest in mind. They never will. And the reason is because they're not aligned to the thing that you're aligned to as a business owner is the P&L profitability. Profit. They do not get paid on profit. No management company ever gets paid on profit. They only get compensated on income. The amount of collected income is how they earn their fees. And then everything else that they incur to get there is an expense on your P&L. And a lot of times you have no control on that. And so what I found is that when I get to my property level with where I have my property manager, maintenance supervisor, team, marketing team, things like that, CAs. No one's in sync. No one actually has knows what our budget is, by the way, even though they should. And we've talked about it. We set budgets, but do they actually look at it? Do they actually understand what it means? Do they understand? Do they get bonused on it? No. And see, these are never my employees. They're always the property management employees. So I don't have as much control as I would really, really want or like or wish. And so I think as I've been now on this journey for a while in the property management side, we finally got to a size or a decent size where we can actually afford to bring it in-house. So what does bring in-house mean? Like, what do you need exactly to make it work? Well, here's what I found out. Now, we're taking over, we have 10 active properties. We're taking over seven right now. And we've got another three that we'll take over probably in the next 60 days, 90 days. And so those seven are student housing properties, and they produce a decent amount of income. But because of that, what we're able to do, so here's what you need. I think you need a controller. You need an accountant. You need probably an accounts payable person. Those are three people right away that if you're going to take over your own property management company, you have to have those. You got to be able to afford those three people. Then you need a regional, and you probably need an admin to help you with all the stuff. And you probably should have like an asset manager or an SVP, right? Someone that's above the regional person, right? And if you get those, so those are about five to six people. And I think that's the bare minimum. That's what we have. That's what we've created is all those positions. So we have a controller, staff accountant, an accounts payable person, a regional, a senior vice president, right? That's over the regional and admin on just the here corporate side for handling who adds, who creates the email for your new hire, right? Now, a couple other things you're going to need, right? As I've learned and, and dissected all of this, my friends, right? You need to look at, anytime you leave a management company, you need to definitely watch and look at your contract and see what it says, because you're going to be obligated by what it says in your contracts. Make sure you understand them clearly. Now, can they still be negotiated? Yeah, they sure can. Here's the biggest thing is try to leave on the right foot. And so I think we've done a pretty good job of that. It's not been perfect, but both the company that we were using and my company, we have been on pretty good terms. I'm actually pretty proud of the way everybody has handled the situation. It wasn't contentious. It was a little bit of matter of fact. And honestly, we are excited that we're going in the right direction. They probably feel the same way because they were tired of us micromanaging it and just being way involved. So together, I think we all win. But the biggest reason for me to bring it in-house is to control the narrative, control what gets spent, when it gets spent, why it's getting spent. Because most of the times, I feel like when I'm looking at these types of things, you'll find is there is lots of inefficiencies. And the more efficient we can be as property owners, the more our properties will thrive and create NOI. 
And NOI is that magic sauce that brings home the bacon. It makes us the money. And so why wouldn't we want to make sure that we're all in alignment for that one thing, NOI? And so now we are. I think we absolutely are as a company is that Kahuna Investments is aligned. It knows what it wants to do and what it needs to do. And now Kahuna Management is synced up the same way. We are talking the same jargon, the same language. We are presenting that front to our property managers. So the first thing that I did when we created this management company was I flew all our property managers here to corporate, to here to Phoenix. And why? Man, I needed to get buy-in. I needed everybody to understand our culture or the culture going forward because they were a different property management company's employees. And we lost a couple on the transition. Some of them wanted to stay with the old management company. But by and large, most of the people wanted to stay with us, which is great, which is what we wanted. However, you still have to create and insert your culture. And by the way, there's a great book called The CEO Does Three Things. And it talks about culture, people and numbers. Those are the three things CEO must do. And I believe in it like wholeheartedly. And so that culture piece is sometimes more important than anything else. Because whether you know it or not, there's culture going on in your company or even at your third-party management company, whether you know it or not, and whether you control it or not. So if culture is going on, you want to make sure that it's the right culture and it's damn well better be your culture. And so, or not, it's going to be substituted for somebody else's. And so I think that's the biggest decision for me and for why the why is I needed people to bleed kahuna red. I needed them to be all on board. I needed to make sure they give them, bro, right? We have our kind attitudes. And number one is be kind, right? Show up, show out. And then our second culture piece, our be attitudes is give them, give them, bro. Like go for it. Try your best, do your best. And so many times I think that without clear directions and a clear path, no one knows what they're doing. And I see that very often on management properties, third-party management properties, where I feel like sometimes I'm very clear in my directive to what I need to get done. And then along the way, it gets muddled so much where it's like that game you play where you whisper in somebody's ear and try to do it real fast and they recopy it. And then you get to the end, you know, 10 people later, and it's a whole different verse, my friends. It is something not even close to what you said originally. And it's funny how that happens, but it is a it really does work, I think, that way. So if that's the case, it really does make sense for you to vertically integrate, in my opinion. And now I will still tell you guys right now, we'll check back in six months and I'll let you know how I really feel. Right now I'm at cloud nine. When I had my staff come here, so here's what we did. The first day was like from nine to 11. And we just kind of, we went over our culture, our core values, who we are, our Kahuna story, right? Like our origin story. How did we become Kahuna? How did my company start from the very humble beginnings and grow to where it is today? It's a great story, by the way. People love those things. They love to hear that story. They understand why and what it means to be like, we're a self-generation one company, right? This is the founder. It's pretty cool to, to be part of that. Then we did that from 11 o'clock. Then we said, hey, let's give everybody an experience. So if you guys know me, one of my favorite things to do is to get in and go off-roading. 
So we took two of my Jeeps, and that's eight people we can fit in there. And so we got seven staff members fly here. And so plus me, that's eight. So we put them in Jeeps, and we went off-roading. We went wheeling. And we went on a trail called Montana Mountain here in Phoenix, and it's beautiful. It's fun. And they had a absolute blast. We probably went a little faster than we should have. We didn't break anything, so this was a good trip. But there was a couple of points where we were all a little bit nervous and a little bit scared because we did get them sideways, and we were sliding around the dirt pretty good, but we didn't flip anything. So knock on wood, we crushed. And what happened out of that was bonding, team bonding. Here's what I know. Before we came into the picture, everybody was on an island. How sad is that? Here... We have different property managers under the same ownership and they don't really know each other. They don't, and they sure don't talk to each other and they're not communicating. And man, it's like, well, that's not good. We need to fix that. And so that was my biggest kind of objective is to get everybody one team, one dream to get them synced. And I'm telling you, they did. I watched it happen. I watched everybody pull together and get primed in and like, I could just look in their eyes because the very next day, that's when we had the come to Jesus meeting, right? That's when it was business, right? So it was a party up front. And then we went business in the back or, or wait, no, it's the other way around. <laughs> we flipped it. Okay. On the second day, it was business. We're all suited up. We're all dressed up. And because we had fun the first day, it made the second day really neat, right? Because it wasn't so stuffy, but we were working. And we worked all day. And we just went over, like, I call it CSD, clean, safe, disciplined properties, making sure that they understood what our expectations were, how we were going to move forward, how we were going to communicate to them, how we were going to hold them accountable, how that they were more than just property managers. They were business managers. They're running multi-million dollar businesses. They really are. And then to empower them, to believe in them, and to challenge them. And to ask more than they've ever been asked. That's what I put it. I put it just like this. So guys, I want to have fun just like we had yesterday. So that was a lot of fun. But I'm going to also, on the other hand, I'm going to challenge and ask more than you've ever been asked before. And I mean it. And I promise you, we will all grow and get better from it. And you will feel better. And you will believe you're better. And you will know you are better. And here's why. I mean, it was a great time. Hey, everybody, I just wanted to remind you, the Kahuna Boardroom is open and it's live. And I just want to tell you, from the bottom of my heart, anybody that's attended this event, I'm telling you right now that they have been blown away. And the reason for that is, you know how you go to most events and there's a bunch of selling and this, you need that, you need my next course, you need all this other upsell stuff. Like the event that you go to is really not the one that you really need. That's not this. I spend three days teaching you everything that I know. I give you all my forms, all my stuff. And most importantly, if <laughs> I introduce you, I give you my credibility kit. And in other words, we make one for you guys. But because I put myself as your partner, I get to include all my properties in your credibility kit with your branding, your colors. I don't know who else does that, but I'm telling you just for that alone, it is worth the $9.97 just to get in. So if you're looking to change your life in 2023 and really level up, I highly recommend that you go to kahunaboardroom.com and register now.
April 27th through the 29th is when the event starts. So when is the Kuna Boardroom? It's April 27th through the 29th in Scottsdale, Arizona. Guys, you will not want to miss the event. The weather's going to be great. It's going to be a wonderful time, and I would love, love to see you there. I'm telling you, when you can create that for your team and your people, you will see that they will be willing to move mountains. Move mountains. I mean, I just watched them. I watched their body language. I saw how they looked. I saw how they responded. And I'm telling you, it was absolute magic. And that doesn't happen very often, guys. And so when I saw it, I knew right there, it's like, boom, we've got something good. Now, am I just going to stop there? Just bring the property managers to Kahuna? Nope. Not going to do it. We're bringing leasing next month. And then the month after that, we're bringing maintenance supervisors. I got to get the whole team bought in to what we're going to do. And it'll take a little time for us to get it there. But by getting all the staff properly introduced, bought in, understand the goal, understand what we're trying to achieve. Man, I see these things working. And I saw this vision in my mind, guys. I just knew that it was going to be the proper way to lead our company and to really lead our properties into super profitability and to get more from people than they thought they could. I'm gonna give you an example of one of those things that we did at a property. So we have a property that's in North Carolina called Carolina Creek. And it is still currently being managed by my third-party management company. By the end of this month, we will take that over. But one of the issues, like we were start, we were actually, we're about, I don't know, 8% above plan for pre-leasing from last year. So we're doing good. And I talked to the leasing manager there and I said, hey, Jared, I like, what's going on? How are things going? And he's like, things are a little bit flat. You know, it's like, it's, I don't know, it's talking to everybody and they just don't see if they want to, that they're ready to like unload or sign these leases. I said, pull up your lease matrix. I said, when's your next rent increase? And he was like, man, it's not for a while. I was like, oh gosh. I said, we're going to change that right now. I said, listen, we're going to raise 10, everything by $10, every lease, every different floor plan, $10. We're going to do it in two weeks. I need you to get with your team, your CAs. You guys need to market the crap out of it. And let's get with, we'll let management know what we're doing, but we're going to raise rents $10. And that is going to be your scarcity that you're going to use to drive leases. And I'm telling you, and now two weeks before we were told by kind of upper management that the reason we're not leasing is you guys need to offer specials. You need to come down off your rent. You need to give gift cards. Everybody else is giving gift cards. We should be giving gift cards. We're going to have to do that to be able to get these units leased up. That's the words that were spoken to me. And of course I said, well, let's raise the rents. Super counterproductive to what everybody else said. But it's because I understand marketing, I think, a little bit better. And you'd wonder, like, well, really? I just understand people and the way things work. And we have a good tenant base. We hadn't hit, like, a 40% renewal rate. I know there's plenty of renewals there. And there's also new leases. And so it's like, hey, listen, go reach out to everybody that's came to the property and all the people that are still living here and let them know that rent's going to go up $10 a month. And that's what our team did. And so last week, last Monday, they got 27 leases in one day, 27 leases in one day, where they've been averaging about 12 a week, right? So we just did two weeks of marketing just to get those leases in. Boom, like that. Now, they're still going to get some more leases. They're going to, I mean, they get leases every week, but what a great push. Here they were, instead of giving gift cards, we actually got more rent without giving away anything. 
And more importantly, my staff believed, like they saw it happen. And so then my other, and because now we're all communicating, my other property saw it happen. They're like, well, we need to do the same thing. I'm like, yep, you're right. Here's how you're going to do it. Get with this property. They will show you exactly what they did, how they marketed it. Do the same thing. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. All seven of my properties, rinse and repeat. That's the beauty of having a team and having communication. Because when something works for one, it'll usually work for all if it's done correctly. And that's the sharing and caring that we are now doing. And I'm telling you, that is the difference for everything, right? So again, little things. So I'm going to keep you guys abreast on what we're doing. I'm probably going to bring in some of my team members to start doing some of these podcasts with me just to get some perspective from their shoes. So you can see, I'll find my killers. I'll bring my killers on. And so you can hear and see and feel what those people look and sound like and how their belief is. I think it'll be very valuable to this podcast. So you guys will know what good looks like. Guys, I'm just super excited. I can't tell you how I can tell you that I've been against this from the very beginning, but I guess maybe and there was a part of me in my heart that knew that if I ever did do it, that it would be amazing. And I'm just right now, I'm in that amazing feat. Now, come back to me in six months. I could be wrong. I don't think I'm going to be. I think I'm going to look back in this day and say this was one of the smartest things that I ever did is to take control of this machine and then do it in a way that drives the people, that inspires them, that I'm able to do what I do best, which is lead the people, right? And show them the vision and get them to catch fire. My friends, again, every podcast I say this, but this is me showing you that I'm already self-prophesizing what I believe, right? I know what I want. I've seen it clearly in my head. The vision is there. It's been planted. It's been watered. I've protected it. Guys, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is possible.